I have never been much of an artist. I believe my sister inherited all the artistic genes in my family. Um, it's actually her birthday today, so if you watch this, you're my favorite sister. She's also my only sister, so that's why. But um, she inherited all the artistic kind of uh, talent in our family, so that although my stick figures are, are pretty good, I think they'd sell for a lot of money, like a dollar, maybe. But you know, there's, there's different kinds of art. There's a very special kind of art that the church teaches. And if there's one that the world needs today, I, I think it is more than any other, this particular kind of art. It's how the saints talk about it. It's how Jesus even refers to it, in a sense. It is the art of suffering well. If you look at society and the problems we have, it really all boils down to one core problem. The inability to accept suffering. The total commitment of self to avoiding suffering. To pretending that it, it doesn't exist. But the scriptures today remind us that without suffering, there is no salvation. Now, it's not that God sits up in heaven and looks down and says, Oh, geez, their lives are going really, really well right now. So they'll appreciate this little dash of suffering. It's like if you go into the spice cabinet. What am I going to add today? And God says, Oh, this suffering would be good for them. Let me just uh, surprise them with that. It's not how it works. The church teaches us that suffering in and of itself, by itself, is pointless. And the world recognizes that as well and says, well, if that's true, then we're going to do everything we can through money, through riches, through uh, greed and overindulgence. We will embrace every vice that we can to make this suffering go away. But the church says, but you see, if suffering is born in union with Christ, it has a purpose. It's what Isaiah was talking about in our first reading. It sounds really abysmal. The Lord was pleased to crush him in infirmity. That's not really a God I want to follow. But the reason that he allowed Christ to suffer was as we heard in our second reading, so that we may have a high priest who knows exactly what we're going through. Our God is not some God way high up in the heavens that has no idea what's going on with us. But he is one who has walked in our very steps as well. Who has suffered as we suffer. So that when we suffer, we know we have a companion. We know we have someone with us. And by suffering on the cross, he sanctified what we suffer. Again, the world says suffering is pointless, but that's only if it is born in and of itself. But if it's recognized as a sharing in the cross of Jesus, who on the cross he took every suffering to himself, every kind of suffering, 
There is no hurt or pain of, of the mind, the body, the soul, the heart that we can face that God has not himself borne. There is nothing we can or have gone through or ever will go through that God has not shouldered. And so if we unite ourselves to him, we unite ourselves to his saving cross. The world doesn't get that. But that is the truest form of art. You see, in, in art, I kind of lost that point because I got so... But to be an artist is to do something well. It's really what it means to have the ability, the capacity to do something well. My friends in Christ, with the help of Jesus, we can suffer well. Which again, the world thinks is the dumbest idea ever. But it's the most important for us to remember that if we unite ourselves to Jesus in our suffering, again, whatever form it might take, maybe even a, a wound in our memory, but if we unite ourselves to Jesus, that suffering changes the world. Next time you read the news and you hear about something good, which unfortunately is rare that they mention it. So next time you hear about something good happening, that is because someone somewhere united their sufferings to Christ for the sake of the salvation of souls. There is no more powerful testament of God's love than the crucifix. And so there is no more powerful way to share in his love than to be united to him in our sufferings. Whatever they might be. When the, gospel, the, the, the apostles in today's gospel said to Jesus, we want to sit at your right and your left, they were asking for an honor. To sit at the right and the left of a ruler was a great honor. Jesus says, I can't promise you that, but what I will promise you is that you will drink the cup that I will drink. Be baptized with the baptism which I am to be baptized. He promised them suffering. He promised them they would share in his cross. But he also made a more beautiful promise. For you see, if we share in the cross of Christ, if we share in his suffering, we also will share in his glory.